Welcome to the Reality of Herbal Therapy podcast, episode 63, Mold in Your Home. Uh, Lynn and I have been talking a little bit about mold. Um, our One of our daughters had a hot water heater break and it like flooded her, flooded her house. And what was it, within two or three days, she had mold showing up in all sorts of places. Um, basically mold comes up really really quick and now that we're splitting our time between New Mexico and Oregon and we're here in Oregon right now where there's a lot of mold and we've had to like kind of get used to it we've been talking a bit about mold um, so Lynn do you have anything like right off to mention about the mold? Well so being in Oregon um, we are renting a house here which is which is really fun, a fun new adventure. But the fun part of renting the house, I was reading through the contract on it and it was, I don't know if it's the contract or the how to maintain the house or whatever, but it was talking about mold and how things you need to do to prevent mold. So being from New Mexico, I'm used to a very, very, very dry climate and I have never thought, I never would have thought about these things that they had on the list for that, which actually applies to the things like happened with our daughter where the hot water heater exploded and, and water and everything. I mean, it could apply to anyone anywhere, but I was fascinated by the things they had on their list that I just would not have thought about for, for mold. So like on the list, it said um, to keep your couches a little bit away from the wall so that mold doesn't grow behind them. Um, which just I, me and my family just laughed at that. We thought that was pretty funny, but I guess it's a real thing or they wouldn't have put it in there. And I think it applies. So, so as I was reading through that, it's not just because I think it's a new fun thing, but there's a lot of people that are susceptible to mold and that it can make them very sick. And if they haven't thought about some of these details, it might help them. So another one was, um, Beds off the floor, so not having your box springs on the floors, as I guess some people do that, um, so that there's air, you need air circulation under there. But uh, one that was really fascinating was um, windows. So I wouldn't have thought of my windows as a place that, uh, for, I've never had a problem with mold in my windows, or with mildew, or musty, or anything like that. And here, if I'm not cleaning constantly, I get musty mildew smell. Um, but the, the windows, it actually said to make sure that, um, very often you open your blinds and your curtains and stuff because you can end up with mold in the windows because of the lack of air circulation there. So I started doing that just because it said, so I'm, I, I love having windows open anyways, but some of the rooms that I hadn't been doing it in, we, I would go to open them in the morning. And the windows would be wet on the inside. Now, I've never had that happen in New Mexico on a regular basis. That was not. So this is a totally different thing for me. But it was interesting that it was moist on the inside. And so as I open the windows, then uh, the curtains, then everything just dries out and it's fine. So I truly believe that could happen. That you could get mold in your window seals just from leaving your blinds shut or your curtains shut or or whatever. I assume that just raising them a little bit might work to help with, to keep mold. Air circulation. Air circulation and stuff. Yeah. So yeah, I thought those were some really interesting things because my family's not used to living around a lot of mold or, or anything. Pine trees are covered in mold. So um, 
just the fact that we're in Oregon, let alone what it might be in the house, um, is just really, really good. I also found that, so we have some of those glass doors on showers in this house, um, which I've not had before. We usually had shower curtains. But the glass doors, if we do not leave them open during the day when somebody's not taking a shower, we actually end up with mold in the shower um, if they're closed too often because there's no circulation in in that area. So that's really interesting. So then there's the need for, once that does happen, for cleaning agents to get rid of mold. And some of those are really harsh. Some of the mold treatments and whatever is just really crazy make-you-sick stuff. So Mike brought that up, cleaning agents, um, some of the things to, like, let's talk about vinegar, um, vodka, and Norwex. How do those help with mold kind of thing? Okay, so um, I don't know exactly the background on how, why they work, but I just do know that they do work. So um, Vinegar has a lovely smell for anybody who can't stand vinegar. And I only learned recently that some people have an allergy to vinegar, which I thought was interesting. But um, vinegar diluted helps to clean up mold. It kills the mold spores and wipe it up, clean it up, um, get it out. So spray that wherever. Um, like So you, do, you dilute it probably a tablespoon of vinegar per cup or two of water. I know if you Google it, there's all sorts of information on the exact numbers on that um, depending on the severity of what you're cleaning up but as a general rule about a tablespoon for probably two cups of water um, and then you can just spray it on things that cleans cutting boards like any eating surface um, if you're worried about bacteria or mold or whatever it may be it helps with that it can help in the window seals it can help everywhere but one that I kind of prefer because it doesn't smell like vinegar is vodka and it actually works very very well um, years and years ago I had a friend that she was very susceptible to mold and she had said she did have mold in her window seals down in the runners um, and that she had to wash them constantly to get it out and then once I once we told her that um, vodka would help with that she made a vodka solution and cleaned her window seals and it didn't come back so it actually, when she was cleaning them before, no matter what cleaning agent she was using, there was still residue of it left to breed more. And when she started using vodka, it actually cleared it up and it didn't come back as easily. Um, I don't know if it took years for it to come back or what, but she, she wasn't having to do it on a monthly basis to keep her windows clear of of the mold. So vodka is an awesome one. I'm a sprouter, so I sprout, um, do sprouts to eat. And I know one of the big concerns with sprouts that a lot of people have is mold growth that can possibly be in it. So I always in my, I have an automatic sprouter. I put a little tiny bit of vodka in my sprouter and it keeps me from getting mold in my sprouts, but it's edible. I don't get drunk off my sprouts, but <laughs> so it just, so that's something I had done before that I knew worked with the vodka. Um, so I love cleaning with vodka. That is, but, um, I like to add some kind of cleaning smell to it just so that, um, it's people don't think I'm drinking that stuff. Blech. Um, and then the other one you mentioned was Norwex. So for anybody who doesn't know what Norwex is, that's a, a cleaning, I don't know if it's a cleaning product line or I'm not a seller of it. I know people who sell this stuff. But I absolutely love it. So they have um, 
cleaning solutions like products, the like liquids and stuff that you can clean things with. But my favorite thing is their rags. So they have microfiber rags and that so microfiber can pick up um, a whole lot of germs, spores, all sorts of stuff and clear it off of any surface. But my favorite part about Norwex, the thing that sets their microfiber rags apart from others is that they have um, silver laced through it. So they have silver laced through it. And when that rag sets, the silver disinfects the rag. So the silver kills whatever bacteria it picked up, kills whatever mold it picked up, kills whatever um, is in it. And that has been, oh my goodness, a saver in in my life here in Oregon. So in New Mexico, when I would hang a towel in the bathroom after a shower, it would dry. Here in Oregon, it doesn't. I I don't know what the difference is. I mean, there is humidity in the air. The altitude's different and everything. But the towels don't get dry. They just don't, hanging there. So then you get the musty, mildew, whatever. But the, anything that I have that is Norwex, because I don't have everything Norwex yet, they have towels, they have washcloths, they have um, bathroom cleaning rags, they have, oh my goodness, I... I love their stuff because the bacteria it kills and their microfiber picks up smaller spores and the sales pitch is amazing on the amount of stuff it can pick up. It's just crazy. But um, what I do have of Norwex, when I hang it, it never gets that nasty, nasty smell, um, at least not quickly or anything. So if I, so if I've not washed it for three months, then it might smell a little funny. But the, um, it really helps to kill those, those germs and bacteria and whatever. And Norwex works without using any chemicals to clean up. So they tout their, like, if you use their rags to mop, if you use their rags on the cupboard, if you use their rags on anything, it is all because of the microfiber. It cleans without chemicals. It cleans without, um, the, they claim even without, like, what I was saying, the vinegar or the vodka then it can do all of that cleaning with just the rag. And from my experience, it does. And I am very, very impressed with it. So people that may not want to go buy alcohol because they have beliefs against doing that or that are allergic to vinegar or whatever, I know that Norwex can be a little pricey, but they have like year guarantees on anything you buy like from them. And I have been so impressed with it and keeping my house um, German bacteria um, the bad stuff down. I am not a germaphobe or a germ freak or a, I do not have to have my house perfect, but if you are one of those, you would love Norwex. So that's for me, that's my, <laughs> I love Norwex. I am willing to pay the prices that they want for it because of what it clears up. It does in my life and how it makes us feel. Let's talk a bit about, Herbs, so you know the the vinegar, the vodka. That's like an external kind of thing. So internally, so like with us, after being here, we've been here what like three months. It started to get the rainy season came on and stuff, and the kids picked up a cough that just wouldn't go away. Yeah. And um, so we had somebody that told us about it's probably the mold, mold coming off of the trees, mold in the air. Yeah, so we're breathing in mold spores, so then it's in our nose and in our lungs and in our whatever, and we're not used to that. So people that are here in Oregon have developed a, an immunity to that. They can handle it. They live with it. But I've actually been surprised at how many people 
I've met that deal with problems like this and they've lived here 12 years and they still suffer from, from some things that are mold related. So, um, uh, they, they get used to it and they just live with it. They just live with the pain and live with the sneeze or live with the cough or live with the wheezing or whatever it may be. So yes, we did, um, learn to do some things because we started getting sick and I don't like to be sick and sick. And, um, with all the kids, they don't like to be sick either. So we had to figure out kind of what were the things we needed to do to, um, keep ourselves healthy and to combat all of that. So, um, faction was huge, huge, huge. We had to take Dr. James's faction because that is a probiotic. It helps to build the immune system. It's also an anti-inflammatory, anti, uh, all that other stuff. It helps. It really, really helped our bodies to build up the immunity to the mold. But then we also found we had to kind of combat in our throat and our nose, you know, the parts where you're breathing in the stuff. We had to be able to combat um, some of that. And so some of the things that we've done is a, a friend told me about OSHA root. I think it's O-S-H-A um, OSHA root extract. So I got some of that and um, I would spray it in my throat or put a little bit of a drop or two in water um, and put it in my nose. I mean, that sounds absolutely horrible, but you know, like they have little sprayers that you can spray stuff up your nose. Basically all, most of those are mold inhibitors. So salt water would do that. Oh, I can imagine that would feel amazing. Um, and then the OSHA root does that and it feels amazing, but, uh, doesn't taste very good. Neither does salt water. Vinegar also does that. Um, I personally don't like to ingest alcohol very much, so I haven't tried vodka in my nose. You probably could like, but you always dilute it straight vinegar in your nose. Oh my goodness. That's a red hot poker up your nose. No matter what you put in your nose, if it, so like if, if your sinuses are feeling dry or painful or itchy, itchy for sure, um, it could be the mold. Um, but if you put water in your nose and you don't know if it does not hurt, then that is not what you need to fix whatever's going on. If it hurts, if it feels like it's a dry sponge and it's soaking up all that water and just the rush is the pain of whatever, if it makes your eyeballs feel like they're on fire, that is usually a sign that you're, that it's dehydrated and that just all sorts of stuff. But the, um, having a drop of vinegar in it or a drop of the OSHA in it, or salt water in it makes it so that it kills the mold spores. So then you're not battling mold spores along with dry sinuses or along with whatever else. So it really helps to, it's almost like disinfecting the sinuses. I know that vinegar also helps to reset the pH. So it resets the pH in your, in your sinus cavity and stuff to be able to, um, to be able to battle it on its own. That makes sense, kind of, to be able to help with that. So there's so many solutions, but you got to get that in you. So I guess tea honey, Dr. James's tea honey, mm-hmm. and really helped. Tea honey and iodine were huge in um, drinking it or getting it in to go down my throat. So I love Dr. James's cough syrup. At first we thought, okay, cough syrup is going to be the answer because this is a cough. The cough syrup was absolutely amazing, but until we started doing something that specifically says it kills mold, um, it, our sore throats wouldn't go away. 
um, and stuff. So I really think it had to do with the mold spores in the air and stuff. Because the cough syrup was absolutely amazing. When I combined that with then the kids were drinking tea honey with iodine and um, or um, using some of the OSHA extract in the throat or whatever. All of those things that help to kill the mold or the bacteria was was a really big deal. Really big deal and really helped with that. Well, thank you for sharing all that on mold. It was really helpful. Um, if you guys have any questions, just let us know and we would love to answer them. And we'll talk to you guys next time. It is not the intent of professional herbal instruction or any persons associated therewith to diagnose or prescribe. The intent is only to offer herbal information for your consideration. In the event you use this information without your doctor's approval, you are prescribing for yourself, which is your God-given right. But professional herbal instruction or any persons associated herewith assume no responsibility. The claims and statements made on this podcast have not been evaluated by the Food and Drug Administration. These products are not intended to diagnose, treat, cure, or prevent any disease.